Good afternoon. We'll call the public hearing to uh, order. Mr. Brown, has the meeting been properly advertised? Yes, sir, it has. Thank you, sir. Good to see everyone. Glad you could come. We're not going to get delayed. We're going to go right into it. Um, while uh, who's going to? Kim's going to immediately. All right. Uh, just just for the audience's um, <coughs> understanding, uh, prior to much prior to where we are today, there's been a lot of work going on behind the scenes where uh, Mr. Brown and his staff has uh, gathered input from all the departments. Um, and you'll find out from Kim's presentation, some of the departments fall directly under Jerry and Mr. Brown. Some of the departments are called constitutional offices, which don't fall under his uh, umbrella, but they're all county organizations. So data is, is collected from, and from all those organizations that's in there. You may, I hate to use the term wish list, but the list of uh, requested items. And then we look at that, uh, Mr. Stacy, and we go through it with a fine tooth comb. And um, we look at what we have to work with. And there's some things that we'll say yay to, some things, a lot of things we say nay to, and some things put on the back burner we set aside for, for another day. So that's kind of the process leading up to this. But what, what has comprised this is really a, a list of requested items. Um, <coughs> include salaries from all the organizations that are under the big Liberty County umbrella that has such a point today. And so this commissioner's job today is to uh, explain that to the general public. We'll have this hearing, then we'll have two more hearings, then we'll finalize that. But nothing is final until the very final hearing. So today could be considered a preliminary. Nothing is final until the very final hearing. So we have the opportunity to tweak it as we go along. But that's kind of how we got to where we are today. But just know there's been a lot of, a lot of red pens that's been used already prior to getting here. So with that, I'm going to ask Kim to come up and, and lead us through the presentation. Do we have to officially go into a public hearing, or is it just yeah, automatic? Like, yeah, it is. Automatic. This is all there is, is a public hearing. OK. Um, we are here today to talk about um, the proposed recommended millage rate. You adopted your budget in June, months before you knew what the digest was going to provide for you. So you're at a disadvantage when you do that. But like you said, we went through all of the wish lists, carved it down, got to a budget that you thought was, um, was proper, <laughs> um, could serve the county, the departments, the citizens, um, with what was needed, um, with where we're at, with our growth today. And so you adopted your budget in June. Now we have the digest, and we have to see what we have to set the millage rate out in order to support that budget. So I'm going to go through a few things for you, um, and then we'll talk about your proposed millage rate. This slide illustrates for you what the digest has done over the past 10 years. And you can see from 2012 to 2021, this is your gross digest. These are your exemptions, and we'll talk about those. And here's your net digest, $1,411,000,000. That's a lot. That's a very large digest. Your exemptions um, continue to grow. This is an exemption-rich county. We've known that. Um, it's wonderful for the citizens who, citizens who live here, but it is a challenge for this board when you try and have to make up those revenues because of the exemptions. Um, and so you can see 
the exemptions continue to climb $331 million in exempted properties. You know, let me add a statement to that while you're there, because ironically, the other day I was in, in conversation with, in around some conversation with some people, a uh, retired military vet who said, where do I go to get my exemptions? <laughs> so being in a uh, community that uh, has a lot of military, it's like we respect them, you know, God bless their service, but, but um, those, those veterans know that there are exemptions that they qualify for with certain disabilities, so they're, they're constantly asking Correct. How they uh, achieve those, and they deserve them. They deserve them. But but every time you take a slice out of the pie, someone else has to take up that slice. Right. You know, I just want to make the, that clear. The rest of us have to make it yes. up. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Chair, mm -hmm. may I say something on that mm -hmm. one, Ms. McClark? Yes. What What is the largest exemption out of? I think we have 19. I think we have 19 exemptions. Oh, I don't even count them anymore. Uh, the largest one, of course, is your Freeport which was just voted on, I want to say, last year, right? Mm -mm. Didn't we vote on mm. the Freeport? Uh, no. well, actually, no. not on the no, Freeport. Not Freeport. Oh. It was to do the e-commerce. E-commerce. E-commerce exemption yeah. was approved. No, Freeport okay. hadn't. The Freeport exemption, I think, has not been voted on. No, that's yet. been a long time. Ooh, been a long, over 20-something years. By far, that is definitely your largest Your exemption. largest exemption. Right. Now, as I was doing a little lookup on that, I saw where that the the voters can help determine by voting on the exemption. It could be not, it doesn't have to stay at 100%. It could be 80, 60, 40, or 20%. And it's up to the voters. And I think if this board remembers a while back, <clears throat> I asked that somehow or another that we educate the public and the voters and the taxpayers on what Freeport actually is, because uh, we have, and I, I'm not against industries at all, but I'm not, I'm, I am against giving them the, a free go for the life stay when they're here 30, 40, 50 years, that's still 100%. Mr. Chairman, Ms. McGough, is it 50-50 now? That no, what, that, that, what okay. that is, is that just represents Freeport is 50% of your total uh, exemptions. Ooh, I just put that. Your two okay. largest exemptions make up the disabled veteran uh -huh. is 24% of your total exemptions, right. and the Freeport is 50% of your total exemptions. Mm -hmm. um, if you were to actually take that property and just apply the county millage rate, just the county millage rate, it's about $5.5 million in revenue that has to be made up by everybody else because of <clears throat> exemptions. So, like I said, if you were to apply the county millage rate to this, it's uh, $5.5 million. Okay. The Freeport alone is uh, $2.7 So I just kind of wanted to give you an idea of what the exemptions are continuing to do, and they do, they do continue to grow every year. That meant that the people who qualified for that dropped. So last year, that particular exemption was 191625 This year, it's 190 That just means either somebody dropped off and doesn't qualify for any anymore. Um, maybe they sold their house and moved. I, I don't know. But that particular exemption, along with these up here, 
decreased, but your big ones, your disabled veteran and your Freeport grew and continue to be your two largest exemptions. Let's look at the two millage rates we have. The county, the Board of Commissioners, has two millage rates, one for the citizens in Hinesville and one for everybody else in <coughs> the other cities in the unincorporated area. Um, so we can see what the millage rate has done. This is the county millage rate for the citizens of Hinesville, and you've seen kind of how it's tracked. We're holding it, we're proposing to hold it steady from 20 to 21. And then you can see what the other millage rate has done. And we're, incre we're proposing to go up 0.3 mils. And we'll discuss why we have two millage rates in just a minute. Um, I did want to let you see what the digest has done in growth versus real growth and reassessed growth. So there's two types of growth. There's real growth, meaning it, the property never existed before, just came onto the digest. And then there's reassessed growth, meaning if your property has been reassessed and increased in value or sometimes decreased in value. So the yellow shows the reassessed growth. And you can see back in 2012, 13, and 15, we actually had negative reassessed growth. And I, I want to say it was somewhere in here where the negative growth outpaced the real growth, and so we had a negative decrease in the countywide digest that particular year. Um, we'll talk about the Service Delivery Strategies Act, and this is where the, um, the legislature says, look, a citizen cannot be taxed twice for the same service. So if you live inside the city limits of Hinesville, Hinesville adopts its own millage rate. The city of Hinesville adopts its own millage rate. They, they include in their general fund budget um, costs for fire services, for the library, for the senior citizen, for the chamber of commerce, some of the same expenses that we include and incorporate in our general fund. Because of that, we have to identify a millage rate equivalent to those services and roll the rate back for those people who live inside the city limits of Hinesville. So I'm a citizen that I live inside the city limits of Hinesville. So I get taxed on my city bill, and then I also get taxed on my county bill. That's why I have a different millage rate than everybody else in the county. And some of those services, as I mentioned, you know, fire protection, building inspections, Liberty Consolidated Planning Commission, the library, mosquito control, these are all of the services that both entities contribute to. So if you live inside the city of Hinesville, you shouldn't pay for those services twice. That's why we have a reduced millage rate, reduced county millage rate for the citizens of Hinesville. Now Hinesville has their own millage rate that tax on to it as well. And I'll show you an example of that. So this, this slide contains a whole lot of information. So if we take the unincorporated digest, net digest amount, and we apply the 6.6 .6 proposed millage rate, we'll generate a little over $7 million. We take all of the other municipalities' uh, digest, and we apply the 6.6, .6 and we'll get about $4.2 million in revenue. And then we take the digest of Hinesville and apply 14.8 and generate about $10 million. Collectively, there'll be about $22.2 <coughs> million that we generate. If you look over here, this is our general fund budget, 42,531,456. The budget that you adopted in June was $1.5 million less than this. 
this amount includes the pension shortfall that we were just made aware of about a month ago, of about another 1.5 million. So that's what we had to add. Now this other revenues also includes the use of fund balance for certain items to include about $726,000 worth of capital that's in the general fund budget and the $1.5 million shortfall for the pension. So collectively, you're using uh, about $2.2 million in fund balance for this particular budget year. So when I take the, the general fund budget and I back out all the other revenues and the use of fund balance, what we need is $21.7 million in property tax revenue. At 100%, you're going to collect 22.2, but we all know we never collect 100%. So if I reduce that to 97%, 21.5 million is what we'll collect, we'll have a shortfall of about 235,000. In a general fund budget of 42 million, that's very manageable. Because if he actually comes in at 98%, that shortfall drops to about 13,000, which we've always stayed within our budgeted expenditures, realizing a savings that will help offset any revenues that we fall short on. So we believe um, that, this, that these millage rates, 16.6 and 14.8, to produce a shortfall of 235,000 projected in a 97% collection rate is very manageable. And we don't believe, or we're hoping that by the end of the year, we really won't be that far, that much short because we'll have savings in other departments like we do every year. When you want to see what that does, if you own a house in the unincorporated area or another smaller municipality like Midway or Waltaville or Riceboro, a $150,000 home at 40% is $60,000. With the millage rate last year at 16.3, your taxes, county taxes, were $978. At 16.6, they're $996. You would pay an extra $18 in your county taxes. If you have that $150,000 home inside the city limits of Hinesville, you'll see the millage rate hasn't changed, and provided that there are no additions to your property and your property was not reassessed in value upwards, you won't have any increase, any increase or additional tax. Now if we look at this collectively, countywide, and this is what Commissioner Walden had asked me to do last year. So these are last year's taxes. So up the top one does not include the city of Hinesville. It just includes Liberty County. So Liberty County um, and all the other municipalities with a home of 150,000, your millage rates are proposed for the county to be 16.3. The Board of Education has already adopted their millage rate. They went from 16.358 to 15.902. So you will get a reduction in your Board of Education taxes. But it, again, it's all on one tax bill. Mm -hmm. um, the hospital authority is scheduled, uh, their proposed rate is proposed to stay the same, as same as the development authority. So in total, with the savings that the Board of Ed is gonna produce on a $150,000 home, you would actually save $9. Your taxes would be $9 less. Down here, for that same house inside the city limits of Hinesville, there will be no changes in any taxes except the Board of Education. 
and because it would be reduced by 27, same as up here, but no offsets to increase, you'll actually save $27. And again, thank you, Board of Education. We're all in this together. That's all I have, unless somebody has specific questions, and then we can open it up to comments. Yeah. Just, just real quickly, so a um, couple of big catches, I think, is some additions to the budget, and you mentioned coming into that this year. Uh, this year, as you know, we had to budget for 100% of the yearly costs with the original firefighters that you put on uh, last year, plus we added additional firefighters for staffing. Uh, for the unincorporated areas, so, so that was very good. The other is we uh, assumed operations of EMS uh, from the hospital, which is uh, roughly a million dollars that had to be added uh, to the budget, uh, uh, absent revenue, or, or let's say net of revenue there. And then there were, um, I'll say more than 11, but 15 plus jailers and peace officers uh, that were put on uh, to to help an unincorporated area. Given a COVID year on top of that, um, if you looked only from the county side, uh, that increase would be about a dollar and a half a month. So I, th I think we're real fortunate that we had growth in the digest to be able to, to add those extra protectionary measures and do the EMS thing and take that on for a dollar and a half more a month. Um, delighted that the school board <laughs> did what they did because that should produce a yeah. uh, really a no net increase unless yep. you did make changes to your house or have reassessment. So right. it's you know just a couple of big things that maybe the public doesn't realize. Right, Thank and we went over these when we talked about the, the millage of all the added expenses that we're incurring this year at 100% that last year were only budgeted for partial of a year. Mm -hmm. Okay, Commissioner Stevens. Yeah. <clears throat> for the public, one mil equals equivalent to um, 1.3? Uh, actually, it's a little bit more now. Um, I should have that for you. Hmm. While she's looking for that, <clears throat> my, I'm just looking at it. About 1,410,000. Okay. Countywide. Okay. What I'm... What I'm just going to mention is that uh, thanks to the growth that helped us out, but also looking at the hospital that was receiving, and it well, is receiving a 3.8? 3. 3. 843. Mm -hmm. Okay. <clears throat> now, since the county is now is taking over, was it how many, Mr. Chairman, you said yesterday about 50? Employees, about 50 employees that was at the hospital. They're now coming over to the county commissioners. But the hospital is still going to be allowed to keep that 3.8 mills. I mean, couldn't that have helped us out a little bit more? And, so uh, and that's just, and like I say, it's just, and there's going to be other things that's going to have to be purchased by the county commissioners for EMS also that the hospital did not release. So the, the, the hospital authority actually is the one who adopts and recommends that particular millage rate. Of course, then it comes to here to put on your resolution for your final approval. And it would be at that point that you could uh, determine whether or not to accept their recommendation or to change it. Because I think in one meeting that we had, I think Mr. Brown made a statement that the commissioners is the one that 
actually set the millage rate for right. the hospital. Right. It, they will actually, they rec, they're a recommending body. Recommending body. It goes on your resolution, and you are the, you are the body that adopts right. that and sets <clears throat> that millage rate. And I'm not, I'm not saying, and I know that they got issues over there mm -hmm. also, but also we have issues over on this side. But since we're taking over all of these employees, that's what I'm looking at. I know that I believe they can go up to what, four? They're actually allowed, I think, to go up to seven. A request for seven. So, Eight. And I don't know that they've requested an increase in a, at least a couple years or so that we've stayed flat at the 3.84. I'd, I'd have to go <clears throat> and look. I don't, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I think it's stayed flat. And I, I think it has. I and I, I do believe, and we all know that there were some issues over there financially, but I believe they're starting to turn a little bit, but mm -hmm. not completely. But you're right. We have taken over... The, um, EMS. the EMS, and I think that was a good move in doing that. But I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> but like I say, I'm, I'm just looking at, hey, right. we can look at it. Uh, I don't know if Mr. Brown ever had a good conversation with them or not. We, I, you know, we checked into CARES Act money or ARPA money, um, and unfortunately, since they're not classified as a rural hospital, they don't qualify for the biggest chunk of the ARPA funds that come. Uh, I know they have requested that Congress try to take a look at that, but they don't qualify for the largest pot of money that most hospitals do, they're rural. They have been, yeah, they have been, uh, they're not rural anymore. <laughs> so therefore they can't. Uh, regional. Metropolitan. Just, metropolitan. Metropolitan. MSA, yes, sir. Yeah, I guess for the, the census count or for the count of the, the is what it goes by, but we're not rural anymore, so therefore they can't apply for those funds. But they're trying, like he said, going back to Congress, see if they can get some help with that. But. Okay. Before I open up to the audience, the commissioners, you all, any other comments? No, good. All right. Our audience participation, anybody would like to? I think Commissioner Waller. Oh, I, I'm sorry. Well, we, let the okay. It's your very last slide. Which? No, I, you were looking at the city of Hinesville growth, oh. real, uh, real and reassessed growth. Yeah. Well, no, that was countywide. Mm -hmm. Okay, but you're showing 2021. Uh huh. And um, we had a net growth of 108 million dollars. Most of that would have been in Hinesville, though. The majority of it, yes, sir. Well, that's, that's what I'm Yes, sir. And we're talking about growth being home. Because when you look at this, when you look at this, and, and this, I, I think this slide gives much more information than people realize. The net digest in the Hinesville <clears throat> is here, $676 million. I mean, they're Lion's share. half mm -hmm. of the digest. You, you, when you apply 14.8 to Hinesville, you generate more money than you do in these other two. Um, but that is why, why they have a, a 1.8 rollback because of those duplicated services. But you're right. The majority of the growth and the majority of the services Well, I, the, the, all of us that have been here for a while understand that 
city limits has grown as far as it can grow that way. It's grown to the Allenhurst and the Walnutville area. Mm -hmm. So unless it possibly can go towards the Gulf Branch area, we could be, I mean, you're going to be looking at the other municipalities um, will have to start adding up a little bit here because the city of Hinesville, even though we've discussed this, we can't continue to pay um, on, for some of these services that's out here. Now, I know under under the uh, House Bill 489, we're not going to, mm -hmm. uh, but we can see only growth on the east end, and that's going to be an issue because there's going to be services needed in the furthest area away from what facilities we got. And I'm talking about we do have the courthouse buildings here, and we got the hospital up here, but there's still nothing on around in our other areas but homes. So we're going that's going to be a, um, you know, when you've got the, the more homes in these other outlying areas that don't have services, it's going to lay back on us to, to make it up whether it's garbage, dry trash, cleaning roads, or whatever. So that right there, of course, like Commissioner Stevens said, uh, if they're not paying it, then we need to be getting it, whether it's the hospital or whatever. But if the other municipalities are out there not paying their fair share, then that's going to have to that's gonna have to be entered back into our digest, whichever way they can. So, uh, but when you look at that, you, there's not much room left. I mean, mm -hmm. land-wise, we're through. We stopped on Fort Stewart, we stopped in Flemington, and we're going, the only growth that we're going to have is going to be in our, um, you know, other municipalities. I, that's all I wanted to, to see, Kim. If I was looking, I found it right here in the draft that you had. I must have folded it back earlier. It just shows 2021 real growth and reassessed growth. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Pam. I appreciate it. That's all I have, Mr. Chairman. Mr. Gentleman. And, and that's county-wide. I understand. And just so, um, so, sir, while you're coming, I'll, I'll talk while you're coming to the mic. You know, they're um, speaking to the realtors, especially those who are commercial. There are a lot of places looking to squeeze in more places in Hinesville. They're, <laughs> they're, well, yeah, but the thing is right now, we understand that there's water and sewers mm -hmm. the issue. We, yeah. We have, we, listen, the, the blessing is that the, the, the increasing the digest, the challenge is how do we keep up with it and how we manage in, in water is one of those things we got to manage. Well, yes, I think we're doing an excellent job managing mm -hmm. it. I'm just saying we, now we're going to have to look at some alternatives yeah. down the road. Yeah, especially as the growth goes out more into yeah. rural Liberty County. Yes, sir. If you state your name for the record, please, sir. Yes, sir. My name is Michael St. Ange. I live on Floyd Street, mm -hmm. and I do concur with what you just said, Mr. Walden. You're my Area 6 representative, and I appreciate it, and finally get to see the face. I've been here for 20 years, but if somebody in this town don't start doing things to help the Floyd estate, you're out of here. Because I'm going to come after everybody's job, and I'm going to take it, and I'm going to run it for the people and not for the politics. Okay? But that's another story, okay? We don't want to talk <laughs> that. We're not here to talk politics. We're here to talk taxes. I see what you're doing and what's done here, okay? And going negative is just like a, a soldiers, retirees. We don't get to use a hospital that we pay taxes on through the down through the hospital authority, okay? 
and the money's channeled out towards a little wussy at a retirement home and services aren't there for us, okay? And I 100% agree, if we take over EMS, we take all the funds that come along with EMS for that responsibility. Now there's a lot of ways we can do to help fix some of these shortfalls in ta on our taxes and shortfalls of the money we don't have. And that's tightening this thing called a belt, okay? I've tightened my belt 147 pound, oh, 47 pounds in the last five months, okay? And I'm tightening my belt more as we go with my money because I only see so much as a retired soldier. When you're asking 18 here, gas prices, food prices, everything else going up for our economy, I'm sorry, turn my lights off next? Go without gas for my house so I have electricity for heat? Okay, don't cut my yard. Make a choice. This is what you're causing us when you raise taxes. And Mr. Stevens, you got some great points over there. I'd like to talk further about those, but later on. Things I think you could do to help out. I don't know who pays the water bill in this city, but this re-dualization re of Main Street, turn the water off. When I do a construction project on Fort Stewart, I have 12 months to establish a grass. Once it's established, the water comes out. Quit running the water. Quit wasting the water. Quit fixing broken pipes like we just did the other day. That's money that we're just throwing out the window. I know we want to look beautiful, but don't throw the money away. Turn the lights off in this building at night. Turn the lights off over at City Hall. Quit putting 100% of flags out there. Do the corners to celebrate our holidays. Same thing for Christmas. Instead of lighting up every pole from here all the way out, as far as you can go east, west, north, and south, stop doing that. Do the corner intersections, do the city. Bring the people back into the city to rejuvenate the city, okay? We do not do a very good job of that at all in this count, town at all. We wanna make up shortfalls, but we're not doing anything to stop wastes. I see guys driving around in our city vehicles, sit there in their vehicle, doing whatever they want, sitting there with air conditioning, running and running and running and running and running. Five guys out fixing a broken pipe and an excavator working there. And when the pipe is found, it's broken, it's asbestos, they're still down in there, and they throw dirt in there, and next thing you get a pothole like this, on Floyd Street, by the way, that is not correct. You go in there with a compactor, you compact it in layers, in six inches, because it's a hand compactor, till you get to the top, you put your surface in there, compact it, and you put your asphalt down. Do it right. We're not doing a good job, gentlemen and ladies, on how we're managing this, and we could save a lot of money doing it, and doing it right. I can't tell you what the cure for it is, but I can tell you, we the people can no longer continue to take the money out of our pocket. EMS, take that money. It belongs to you guys. If you're taking it over, take your money. If you don't, you're at a loss at it, and I'm gonna pay for it if you don't. Board of Education, they're sitting over there in a building that's three stories tall, 13 plus million dollars for a building, and how, what is the efficiency rate of that building? How many offices are empty over there? How many floors? Do any of you know? Have you ever walked in there? I challenge you to go do that and see what we have done and we've built something really big and it's not being used effectively. Courthouse, City Hall, okay? You guys are here in this building. I applaud that, okay? You're trying to make do with what we have and that's what we need to do more of to save our tax dollars. Everyone's, this is not just me, this is you guys too. Exemptions, all these people getting exemptions I'm sorry, I'm a retired veteran. I get zero disability. I try and look out for my health, spend my money wisely, and live within my means. Okay, so a ref, we get a break on a $20 license plate. 
okay, they can pay it. It's not going to hurt them because a lot of these disabled veterans are getting over $4,000 a month more now for retiree. And when they walk out the VA, they go in with a cane, they come out and they're playing basketball, they're cutting grass, there's nothing wrong. That needs to be addressed as well, but it's going to take a higher people than you guys, okay? And I realize that. Yes, sir. I'm against that kind of stuff. These exemptions, somewhere, you guys are tightening the belt, <clears> please, and say no. I'm sorry, we can no longer, at the time, we can no longer continue to afford this. If we continue to raise our taxes, then something has to go. And sometimes you get to tell these businesses, it's nice, but instead of giving you 40 or 50 years of doing this, the first five years, we give you that tax break. After that, you're gonna start messing up, you're gonna start paying a little bit more. Because you're definitely making a little bit more money. And because of the pandemic, everybody's lost a little bit of money. Understand. But we're still here. And we're going to continue to be here. And we're going to fight through this. I noticed a little thing in there earlier. Some of the money being spent. Mosquito control? When's the last time we had a truck go through our neighborhood? Or is it on one side and not the other side? I've not seen that truck now in two or three years. In fact, I've seen the lightning bugs come back. Something I hadn't seen since I've been here. There's no mosquito control, so where's that money going to? Who's getting that? Not Liberty County in Hinesville. As far as I don't see it anywhere. And I'm out quite a bit. Friends of Liberty. Really? You can be my friend, but help take some of the burden. You know, I can't afford to pay everybody. Uh, and the, the document that you put up here on the screen, can we get a copy of this? Mm -hmm. I guess, okay, I'm, I'm against raising any taxes, I'm sorry. I just, uh, I think we can tighten our belts and do a better job with our budget. And I challenge you to find that way. With all your red pens and ink and stuff that you put on there, and I appreciate all your hard work, okay? Everybody that does this job, it's not easy. But a lot of you have some good points here. And working together, I think we can do better to help all our citizens. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Um, I, I was trying to see if there was any questions or comments from Facebooks, and I, I, we're all frustrated about taxes, and I, I hear you. And I know this board does not control what happens inside the city limits of Hinesville. You don't control school board. School board. You control only what the county does. Um, so I cannot speak to, you know, water bills inside or water running inside the city limits of Hinesville. That's the city. Can't speak to road work inside the city limits. That's the city of Hinesville. Um, I, I, I struggle with this every year because it's this time of the year that I cringe and say, wow, I wish there was more interest when we adopt the budget. Because those public hearings, when we adopt the budget, go through very specific expenses and services that this board is tasked with, which are very different than municipalities, including the city of Hinesville, mm -hmm. which is the only municipality that has a millage rate. Right. The other municipalities no. don't have a millage rate. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, I get it. Um, I'm frustrated too, but I, you, this board can only direct what you have control over, and those are county services. Um, so I, I know our mosquito control trucks go mm -hmm. out, but um, you know, I don't, I didn't even know their schedule. You know, mm -hmm. I, I can't even answer 
that yeah, and, and, and just for the gentleman's thing there too. So the county has mosquito control, but it only this is only for the unincorporated areas outside the city, and 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 so inside the city because I'm a city resident too. Mm -hmm. The city sets its own budget for mosquito control, and and the city sprays our areas. And I yes, sir. Yeah, but you're paying taxes to the city too. And the, oh yes. But you're not paying for mosquito control no, to the I'm county. I'm part of that, okay? Right, and that's so why I'm we paying, reduced yours. Just for, if I run kids in school, I feel I should have to pay for school taxes. Wow. But we all pay mm -hmm. I don't like the jail. We do I don't stay out there, but I'm, I'm glad we have it. It's the city. That's the city, not no, the sir, county. That's the city is totally separate. That's the city. No, sir. They're totally separate. Yeah. That's not the county. Yeah. But yeah. But that's why I was talking about house, and I got to find everybody to stop. I think a lot of your questions. The millage rate is fourteen point eight, and somebody else who lives in the unincorporated area is sixteen point six because for well. No, they're not paying a city a city tax bill like you are. Right. That's why on your county tax, we're not taxing you for mosquito county, control. Mosquito control for county fire services. No, we're not taxing you for that. But no, the no city is. Mm -mm. No, no, no. Just the, right. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And that's yes, why sir. that's why the county millage rate. For the citizens of Hinesville, it's different. different than the county millage rate for everybody else. Because we're not going to tax you, me, Mr. Brown. We live inside the city limits. We're not going to tax you for those very specific services right. to include the fire department, which has been a significant expense the last yes, two yes, years. Yes, but you and me and Mr. Brown, who live inside the city limits, and me. And Commissioner Walden, thank you. We are not paying for that on our county tax bill because we pay for fire services in the city. In the city. On the city. 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 Mm -hmm. uh, sir, I think as I listen to you, I know you said you've been in uh, 20 years. You've been over there. Uh, 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 Without any disrespect, had you got to know that guy right there, a lot of your questions could have been answered a long time ago. Your question could have been answered a long time ago between he and, he and Jason Floyd. A lot of your questions could have been answered had you known that guy right there before now, as well as Jason Floyd, as well as your city council person, Jason Floyd. He's good to work with, too. So those are the people you... Did you? Yeah.
Well, let me ask you this question since we're still in a meeting here. You, you said you don't, you don't, uh, you don't get your exemption for the military. I've got military exemption as far as the uh, my vehicle tax. No, I'm talking about military exemption for. If he has to be has disabled. disabled. It would be disabled. He has to be disabled to get. I'm not disabled. I, I pride myself on retiring at 24 years of service. Oh. I'm going to suck up all these things that are taxed. Yeah. I misunderstood. I thought yeah. you said you were getting a disabled tag. No. Okay. No. All right. Disabilities, and a lot of people are getting disabilities. Mm -hmm. And that's, a, that's not a Liberty County law, sir. <laughs> so we can't fix it. Yeah. And those people, if they were here, they'd be just as, as supportive of what they're getting as versus what you're saying. You know they would. Yeah, they would. <laughs> they would. Yeah, that, that's the thing I was going to mention, too, just to be helpful for him, not to drag mm -hmm. us out too long. Every one of those exemptions, you, well, let me, let me put it, this board doesn't have the authority mm -hmm. under the law to put an exemption in place. It either has got to be voted on by the people, like Freeport, mm -hmm. like Commissioner Stevens was saying, or either it's enacted by the state, state. General Assembly. Right. So, so mm -hmm. yes, sir, just so I, you I know. I see what more of these, uh, this Freeport is. I haven't Okay. Mm -hmm. um, okay. So Freeport, Freeport <laughs> is, a, is a tax, it is, a, uh, is an exemption on goods and services held in inventory at your end by manufacturing firms. And, and it's specific to the Georgia law. I yeah, so, no well, so, uh, let me let me see. Mm. Um, well, Target's so not a good example. Um, well, so, but for, first, it's got to be a manufacturer. So it's got to make the product there. It can't be one that just holds it in inventory and ships it out. It can't receive it in, hold it, and ship it out. Those are not eligible. Those are distribution. Now, those are somewhat, some of those are related to e-commerce, uh, like your Amazon storage centers and some of those type things. But the free port, it has to be held in, in manufactured right. and held in inventory and be on hand uh, on the first of any year, okay, to get the exemption. Normally, those are put on pretty much standard across the state, not every county, but in order to draw industry and jobs, uh, it's a very competitive tool that counties put on. Counties don't put it on, people voted in. And then the inventory, the, the free port is either at 170 or 50% when it's enacted. And usually, and that's what I wanna check on, they are a declining nature tax down to a certain level. Uh, so I, I do want to check. I made a note to, mm -hmm. to see. So, so as industries come in, if you put an industry in, manufacture the good, anything you got in inventory January 1st would be tax exempt Freeport wise. Like a restaurant. Mm -hmm. No, sir. Nope. No, sir. Because they don't make, they don't make, they don't, they don't manufacture anything. So um, Interstate Paper Corporation. That may that manufactures the paper, mm -hmm. paper held on hand January first, since they manufactured it there. The value of that inventory would be Freeport if it is still under Freeport. And I'm not sure. I'm not sure it's with still interstate. It's still Interstate's an old industry. Yeah, I'm not sure whether it. Uh, Chemtall. Yeah, see what I'm saying. Chemtall that makes the chemicals. Yeah, chemicals they manufacture there. They're on hand January first. But varies by exemption. 
it's the free the free port the free port the free port. I want to double check, but I, I, I want us I want us to know that we had some that came out from under. We do. Um, th th they do. You, I think they have it for a period of time. They come out, but I'll, I'll double check. So a certain amount of years, right? If they don't go back and renew it. Mm -hmm. Well, right, but still, you get to the point that you know yeah. because the system is going to start paying more money, and they said you get exemption, and they're still making money and making record profits at times. Maybe you should. Something kind of and, and that's really why they rather declining things should be right. there. I think that's that's what you're saying. And, you know, it's great we're going to give you 10 years exemption. Right. Come on, 11, 12, 13. Right. That's, mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. what I'm looking at. Right. Yeah. Everybody doesn't get the same exemptions either. They, they vary according to well, I think most of them in the county right now is still at 100%. Yeah. But out of the 159 counties in Georgia, my mess is Out of 159 counties in Georgia? 60%. More higher, higher than that, half Freeport. Yeah, they have Freeport, but they have it on a yeah. they have Freeport the industry here, but they have it on a declining scale. In order to be competitive, yeah, right, yeah, and all of our neighboring counties have it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fifteen. Well, you, you got to be be careful, be careful with that too, because you know, once again, had you been talking to your commissioner, you would have known. Can't, it's not apples to apples when you just look at the rate like that because mm, they, right. they may have fees that you pay as versus it's in your millage rate. So it can't get hidden. Yeah, it can't get hidden. Be careful. Yeah, kind of like with recreation, we provide it a lot of people with the kids. Some places, if you go, you're going to have to buy and pay. So mm -hmm. it, it is different. It's uh, different. Yeah. I'm glad I know where you live at over there. Y'all can have coffee. <laughs> Watch out now. Watch out. Watch Mr. Out. Chairman, there is one question okay. that came across. Okay. Um, they wanted to know a little bit more uh, about um, your role over the hospital and managing it. And best I could tell, they were trying to figure out if we set the millage, are we over the hospital? We're, we don't manage the hospital. We don't set their budget. Um, you do set the final millage rate where they do get a piece of revenue from property taxes, but it is the hospital authority who recommends that millage rate in conjunction with looking at their total overall hospital budget of what they expect to receive and then what they need to get from property taxes to cover indigent care. Now, the, it, it's supposed to be for indigent care. They can levy up to seven mils you can levy up to seven mils on behalf of the hospital for indigent care. So when this board adopts your final millage rate that has all of these pieces here, has all of these millage rates to include the hospital authority, you are saying, okay, we approve this millage rate to be applied and that money will go directly to the hospital to help with their operations for indigent care. I hope that mm -hmm. explains it. And just for the gentleman's clarity, too, when we uh, assume EMS, we also assume the revenue they were making. So we didn't leave the revenue over to the hospital. Yeah, it is coming to us. It, it, we did get the revenue. Mm. They had consistently had a loss right. in that operation. Exactly. It's not a moneymaker. Year over year over year, there was consistently it's, a loss. It's not a so moneymaker. We brought over all of the operations. Mm -hmm. And the loss. And, uh, and, and the loss. And the revenue and, and created mm -hmm. about a million dollar loss. Yeah. In the county that will come get you if you right. need yes. services. Yeah. That's what it's all about. It's not going to make no money. That's right. No. No price no. on a life. Mm -mm. Yeah. 
Mm -mm. Okay. Where? Fair market value. Fair, Fair market. market value. I'm sorry. Fair market value. That's what you're taxed on. So you'll have a fair market value of your home. If you look at your assessment, it'll have a fair market value and then your taxable value, which is a, an assessed value. It's 40% of your fair market value is what you're able to be taxed on. So your assessed value is 40% of your fair market value. 40% fair market value. And then um, I also was, um, I, my name is Joy Moritz, by the way. I, I also live in your district, Mr. Walden. Um, uh, what is what, uh, what is the SPLOST? I mean, how does that fit into the budget? Special mm. Permit Local Option Sales Tax is the extra one penny that is, um, it goes to the county um, for capital projects only, not operations. So that is the extra penny that everybody shares in to include people who just pass through the county. It's the best, most fair tax, best tax there is. that you can have. Yeah. Because you know, that enables you to increase your infrastructure, roads, or, or whatever buildings, fire stations, or, or health departments, or EMS buildings, the actual buildings. Now, it doesn't help you run operations, but once you build it, you got to operate it. So, so it's not included in this budget at all. No, this, no. Is, this is the no. operational budget. This is yeah. it, by law, it has to have its own separate budget and operational fund, and it does, just for this capital. Fund. SPLOST is a, is a five or six year program, depending on how you vote it. Our SPLOST right. sales tax fix is a six year program. It has its own separate budget, its own separate fund. This that we deal with when we talk about millage rate is only to support the general fund operations. Uh, Ms. Kim, Kim, uh, to, to just mention this to you, when you asked, you asked about SPLOST, the fire stations out in the rural area, was built with splash. The the justice justice center mm -hmm. built with splash. But but you still got to come back. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, so it was her question though. Are you clear? Oh, I'm sorry. Are yeah. you clear? Well, I I do think that um, if you if I mean once we once you approve this, it'll never go away, and then it'll end up increasing. And eventually, you'll end up with no property owners to pay these taxes because you're, you're penalizing property owners. Well, see, that's the beauty of the growth in the digest, like that she explained today. What is the digest? Kim? Compilation of all the property values in the county. So every piece of property, um, including personal property, that is your boats, your cars, your homes, your outbuildings. In that digest, it'll be broken up into sectors, whether it's industrial property, commercial property, residential property, personal property, that type of thing. But that is the digest that we apply the military to, meaning every piece of property gets a military applied to it. That's how we generate the revenue. Over, I'm trying to remember our budget. I want to say close to 57, 58% of our total revenues are generated from property taxes. The county is much different from the or any other city, because the county has state mandates that are not funded. So all of your court systems, for instance, um, they're not self-sustaining. 
and I, I don't use the courts. <laughs> but they're but, not self-sustaining. They are a state mandated. By law, we have to We have to provide for them. Um, you know, certainly the jail is not self-sustaining. I mean, I agree. But there's all kinds of tickets out there. Where's the money going to go? Oh, the money, that, now that money goes into the general fund to help with operations. If you remember, I showed you there's about $20 million um, in other revenue that includes, see that $20 million right there? That that would include finance and forfeiture. That would include local option sales tax. It does go into the general fund, not special local option sales tax, just the regular local option sales tax. It also includes, you know, permits. It includes um, any, any kind of fines that you pay, anything like that, all the other revenue that we generate. You've all educated me a lot today, and I appreciate it. And maybe I should come to more of these. If it wasn't for this lady beside me, I would have known it. And I, I thought y'all were together. I didn't know you were separate. <laughs> uh, and you know, I, I was throwing on my hat a couple years ago, and I was going to be running for mayor. When Alan said he was going to do it, I backed out. Okay, because I know who I can beat and who I can't beat, and I know when I'm defeated. Uh, but you guys have something there on one of the slides about the development authority. Uh huh. Uh, and, and that one I'm, I'm, I'm picking at because I feel as those people are really in my front door. And what's, I'm trying to defeat. By law, they're two mills. That is two mills. They wouldn't be in his front door, though, Kim. No, That's no, no. The, so okay, so this, is, this is the development commission. authority that helps recruit industries. Oh. And, uh, and trades and things like that. As a part. Um, I don't, I don't, it, they, it wouldn't be associated with the no. development you're talking about. Is that what you're talking about? Different from Liberty County. Yes, or, yes there's two different things. Right. And really, really mm. industrial attraction. Right. Not, not that that's all they've ever done, but. And I'm all, all for getting more industry in here. I wish I could help know how to do it. Um, it, yeah, and so by, they, they were created by legislative action. They're a constitutional authority, and by that constitution, it says they shall have two mills levied. There's no chance. That's a very important point. You're understanding the constitutional authority. If everybody looked back at constitutional law and authority, You do. Mm -hmm. Sir, okay. Anything else? Any any more questions on? Miss okay. yes. Kim, Mr. Yes, Brown, sir. Moses, thank you for the job that you've done. We normally hold a public hearing on the budget in June, <laughs> every year. <laughs> Posted. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I know. Thank you, Costa Courier. No, we run those ads every year. We run those ads every year, and I guess it just depends on. Mm -hmm. but, the, but the city of Hinesville. We also put it on our website. Yeah, it's on the website. Yeah, and the city of Hinesville budget hearings were published too. Yeah, I read them. I know. Yeah. You know. 
Yeah. When does the Hinesville adopt their budget in millage? It's, it's yeah, but they just completed their budget here. I saw it in the newspaper too. I'm not sure when they adopt, but I just saw their. I, I think I think there's still time for you to attend the city of Hinesville's. I think I think they may have had that last one, their budget hearings. What about the board of education? Public, no, I don't think they had the public hearing on the budget. They might have had department meetings, right? I, well, no, they would have. Their budget starts October one, right? No, I thought it started November one. November one, maybe, maybe I don't know. Yeah, maybe they haven't had their last. No, November one. I know they're setting their millage okay. this month. I don't believe they've already set it. I heard Kim so Ryan you, talking about you it. Still have time. I believe to attend that, and that's that's addressing a lot of your questions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let uh, let me say this to you. I heard what you said earlier about building buildings and having space up there that's not occupied. Guess what? When this annex was built during that year, during that time frame, it was sizable enough. Now it's not. It, it, now it, to to come back and add on. It costs you just almost as much to come back, you know, to add on, just just like at the hospital, when they built the hospital, they, 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 no, they should have been a, a mall built with it. They did not build a mall with the hospital. They had to go back, and it cost a substantial amount of money to add it on. Courthouse don't fit that, sir. I'll call out Every people. single office. I'll call out people selling not. They need more room. They need more room now. They need That's more room. Yes, sir. They need more room now. That's why I say if they were here to hear you speak, they would address you. <laughs> <laughs> At least for the justice center, because you've got state court, superior yeah. court, and well, well we can't court. we can't speak for them. I can speak for the justice center. Right. No, we run out of space over there. Yeah. Our board of elections need more space. And you know, you don't want a little office here, a little office there, one over here, one over. You need them all in, under one umbrella kind of thing. So we're trying to do that. Yeah, that's why that's why we're trying to maximize the use of splash to build the buildings with. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Five more homes out there by the, was it the, uh, 
on Osborne Midway behind the sheriff's office there. Play uh, Creek area. Mm -hmm. All those new homes there, there's no revenue coming from this. It, they, they will. They will be. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And that's money coming to the till, yep. but not checks. What I'm saying is, planning properly, yep. I know we can make it work and not necessarily tax it in. The, the new homes? No, those are just residential homes. And, and as long as they're completed by January 1, by January 1. it would be on the digest right. for that respective year. Right. Uh, yeah, they're not quite ready yet. We'll go one more year. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let me, let me close with this just for your information, and, and I'm glad to hear you say you're learning a lot. When it comes to Liberty County, uh, those that come visit our community, especially the other governmental agencies, they give us accolades all the time about how well we work together as a community. We get that all the time. Where a lot of people, a lot of communities, they fight, we don't do that here. We, we work together. When we, when we get together to decide on SPLOS, it's, it's, a, it's a very, uh, what's the word, cordial process. You know, all those things. So we, 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 we do a pretty good job. You just wouldn't know it, but we do a pretty good job. Yeah. Well, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Can we improve? Always. Always. But we do a good job. Thank you, sir. McLaughlin. Thank you. I, my office is always open. I have an open door policy, so finance. I'm, I'm the CFO for the county. <laughs> all right. Is that, uh, is that it? Let's give it all. All right. This hearing is closed. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming.